So I watched um, this um, movie and kind of came unexpected. Uh, uh, you know, it's the, the title could be anything really. You know, the new girlfriend doesn't really tell you much of anything. You know, it could be a rom com, which it wasn't. It was just mostly plain drama. Uh, literally had just one moment of humor. Um, and you know, it could be anything, literally, you know. First, I thought it was going to be an extramarital affair, and in a way, it is. And in a way, it isn't. I mean, it has multiple layers, I guess, one could say. I didn't even look at the poster for some reason. Um, but I mean, you know, just the, 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 the less one knows, really, uh, before watching movies, I think, the better. Um, but yeah. It's it has its ups and downs. It's um it's, it's a strange one. Um, all the relationships are very strange there, and um, there were a couple of moments when you know uh, reality wasn't even certain. Mostly it was, but you know it's skirts around it. It's one of those. It's not it's not an ultra sort of fantastic or even. Um, sort of, you know, um, d d uh, you know, dreamlike sort of movie, but it has a few moments. Here, yeah, there is literally uh, a dream sequence, so you know, uh, quite a creepy dream sequence, uh, shall one say. Um, but yeah, um, it was interesting in a way. I thought it was interesting. Well, it's, it's it's sort of you know this this discovering in a way possibilities, and yet it's also depressing at the same time. I mean, it begins with a, a funeral. It's pretty depressing. Um, but you know, it continues on the the music. Right, the music should absolutely be mentioned. The music is amazing. Very melancholic, generally. But, you know, at the same time, you know, uh, melancholic music can still be amazing, of course. The, the piano. The piano was really something else. Um, and I definitely want to see more of the composer's music. If he had composed any other movies, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's something. It's. Uh, it has multiple layers, so you know it's, it's strange because you know, um, yeah, one might ask, you know, it's it's is it technically, you know, it is because in a way it's sort of a, a make believe sort of world, you know, and you know, just just like you know, the, the, these these attempts to, um, you know, in a way where what and how people dress um that is that is the projection right they 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 want to show to the outside world um you know and you know one might not really think too much of clothes or fashion or anything but it's understandable how 
people to think like that, how they want to show this 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 side to 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 the world, and it's it creates a certain reality. It's more of a sort of sub reality in a way. It's not it's not something you know set in stone. It's not like hormones though, which would change physicality. It's just hovering up on the surface. But this is what I do not get with the ending there. Like, you know, why why on earth did she say that she misses Virginia when later on she seems I think what happened is that um she was overcome with the fantasy with this make believe world. She 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 almost forgot. It's a bit absurd though at the same time. Because I mean, you know, it's not like there wasn't any any other hint. Um you know. And uh they are just clothes ultimately. They're not Hormones that physically change your body, so it's pretty obvious that you know. Uh, but then again, you know, she seems to have you know given in to this film, like right? like she 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 at one point you know she she actually invented uh, something about his sexuality, which uh, you know he 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 said wasn't true. Um, so she became a princess herself. Or whatever it is, and uh, that's what sort of makes it interesting, I suppose. Uh, there are multiple layers in reality, and you know, uh, so I suppose you know, she might have even thought that she wasn't in the sense, uh, um, you know, ignoring really what the you know, like when. Uh, her boyfriend said, you know, asked her whether she, she's seeing David, and she said no. At that point, it was really no. But later on, when she they did go even further, you know, it, it didn't actually happen in the movie, but it would have made sense if she repeated the no, because she was building up this, this fantasy in, in her mind, it seems. And... Uh, just like David said himself, you know, that um, he was born in a cauliflower or something as a sort of metaphor of, uh, you know, a state in between. Not a physical state in between, per se, though. So, you know, not intersex or transsexual, which is, you know, physically altered um it more of a superficial you know um sociological uh impression but they do take it much further in terms of the relationship so it's not just you know, it doesn't just remain superficial in the sense i mean it, it began superficially you know going into the, into a mall shopping and such that's superficial what one can easily say but then it goes even further and further, you know, they delve into uh, Lola's memories uh, 
of uh, have have um, that that friends uh, childhood and such. So you know there there are multiple layers and they build up slowly. So that's that's what's interesting, I suppose. But I would say it's uh, in the sense you know. Um, but what I don't, didn't get is is why uh, at the end why she suddenly just realized and you know was so shocked that she left the building, went back to her workplace and then looked from above and then because of that the accident happened because she sent a text etc so you know sort of butterfly effect sort of thing and you know the the whole cause of it fell was absurd because you know she, she I can understand she was building this fantasy in her mind but she knew she was going uh, further with it so you know they were getting intimate so what's what's the point then you know you either uh, i mean in the sense she was selfish there you know it, it's fine if, if people build up fantasies but then you don't just you know uh, i mean you know become intimate and somehow think that um your fantasies are becoming reality i mean, you know you can become infinite, infinite but you, you know the fantasy doesn't just magically change reality so i don't get why she suddenly had this shock when you know she suddenly saw uh you know i just it's absurd and uh, you, you know and then what she said was even more absurd the most absurd thing in the entire movie i think because I mean, you know, it's it, nobody ever uh, denied that. It's uh, it's just uh, it's just it, it it was. I mean, both of them practically were building up this fantasy. That was the whole point. And but somehow she seems to have uh, forgotten that. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, nobody denies that cross dressing is a fantasy. Um, but in the sense, she was selfish because she she uh, thought it was fine for her to build up this fantasy, but then somehow others shouldn't. You know, she she she, she insulted him uh, at a couple of points in the movie. So it's she was selfish. And then somehow they still ended up together at the end. So that's that's a bit, you know, but I guess he just wanted to, the movie to end in a good way. Um, but she was still selfish throughout. Because, you know, people can build up fantasies all they want. But you cannot, you know, uh, think that, you know... You're so self, so self-obsessed with your own fantasy that you forget. You know, I mean, ideally, when there is a fantasy, uh, well, it's side side by side with reality. So you know, it's not quite. You know, kind of like a movie itself. You know, when one watches a movie, one still knows it's a movie. It's it's ideal to really forget. You know, uh, belief suspended and such disbelief in it but reality is still there and you know one might need to pause at some point do something else etc um because of reality you know the reality 
dresses upon or not or whatever. But she seems to have just forgotten that and somehow blamed others for her forgetting it. And oh, she also blamed him a couple of times in a uh, movie for his own uh, usage of fantasy. I mean, it's absurd, you know. She nobody blamed her for her. I mean, she was clearly dressing up in some sort of manner as well. And when they went out, you know, as uh, reminded me of some sort of. Priest. I'm not sure what she was uh, uh, aiming at. Uh, it seems like a some sort of priest with a collar and whatnot. Um, so I don't know about that really. What she was trying to do there. Um, nobody, nobody told told her anything about her. Nobody, nobody told her uh, anything negative. And yet she did tell him. So she was selfish, you know. She in this sense, you know. She she isn't a. Uh, I mean, one can relate to her, you know, feeling sad for losing a friend. Sure enough, one can separate this, I suppose. But, you know, what happened during the movie itself it was selfish of her, really. So, I suppose, besides the, uh, the point mainly where they went to that uh, to the countryside there and she was reminiscing and it got to her. Yeah, that was that was uh, melancholic. But other than that, you know, she she was uh, yeah she she seemed to think that uh, she can fulfill her fantasies, and yet others cannot fulfill theirs. And of course, if others if others don't fulfill theirs, then I mean they were fulfilling theirs by being with her. So it was self defeating in a sense for her to do that. Also, I noticed that um, the director is himself apparently and so this makes it a bit unfair for the I don't think he wrote it so but still makes it unfair at one point for, for him to say you know that uh, um, this way of being is more normal than that way of being you know at one point that was said um he didn't he didn't write it though I think. No, well he wrote a screenplay apparently. But no, originally someone called Ruth Randall wrote it. What? An English author, Phyllis and Second Okay, I don't think this was either of them. Actually, it seemed a bit um, out of place, but uh, um, strange. Why would an author of thrillers and psychological murder write this? Um, so, yeah, it seems like, yeah, first, yeah, short story, apparently. Hmm, must have been 
Tak o 12 som si. It's not very fair. Mostly. No. Psychological murder mystery. Um, apparently she created someone called Inspector Luxford. So she was like uh, Agatha Christie a bit, I'm assuming. 23 levels. Huh. Never heard of her. Yeah, these, these people are strange. Um, Doctor also is prolific, apparently. Yeah, I thought this was some obscure movie from some obscure people. But, uh, well, well, the movie itself possibly relatively obscure. It did win, apparently, a couple of accolades here. Pre-Jacques Prouvert de Solario. Best adaptation and Sebastian Award from the San Sebastian Film Festival. Never even heard of these two, but okay. Um, but yeah, it had, so as I said, it had a, bit, uh, a few unfair things in the script itself, you know, in the story. But otherwise, it, it was still multi layered, so interesting still. I just don't know sometimes, you know, why movies have these little things that are just seemingly idiotic, really, um, or even consistent. But I guess reality isn't perfect, so I guess it reflects reality. But yeah, um, it it was though an interesting exploration of. Uh, Sociological expectations, uh, what happens when baby loses their mother. I guess it makes sense for all that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it was interesting. They, 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 there were themes that I uh, don't normally think about, so it's, it's uh, an interesting sort of novel exploration of. Uh, Interrelated concepts, you know, about gender and sex, and yeah, when it comes to you know how to raise children and how relationships work, and how fantasies intertwines with reality, it's it's it, it was interesting in the sense, yeah, I mean it is it is mostly yeah, it's um, it's, it's, it's it's a plain drama mainly, melancholic. I think the best aspect, though, definitely, I think, is the music. The music by Philippe Rombi, apparently. Rombi. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, I really liked it. Um, I should really just listen to it even outside of uh, this. Uh, it was quite... Quite something, quite melancholic, quite soothing in a way still. So yeah, it's it's an interesting movie, interesting film. Um, I, I could possibly watch others from the same director. We'll see. Yeah, this this was was interesting. This is the first I've ever watched from this director. So we'll see what it's, what others are like. I suppose if I ever continue, I ever watch again, you know, if I ever come across 
Tá legal? Não, sei.